Life, purpose, truth. Every day we ask ourselves the meaning of these words. To a lot, they are separate, but in reality they are one and the same. In this journey of life, we are in search of purpose and truth, but all we really need is Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. My name is Gabriela Undweche. Welcome to Truth. Welcome to MF. Hey beautiful people, how are you guys doing? What have you guys been up to? Happy new week. How was your weekend? Did you go to church? I hope you all went to church. And how was service? How was mass for my Catholics? How was service for, you know, my other brothers and sisters in different churches? How are you guys doing, honestly? How's your family? Happy Father's Day to all our amazing fathers. To both the ones that are alive and the ones that are dead. And to the ones who are taking care of themselves as their fathers. Who have siblings who are playing the roles of fathers. Honestly, it's not easy. You know, it's not easy. So yeah, Happy Father's Day. You guys should really acknowledge fathers more, acknowledge men more. At least they are trying. Let's be honest, they try, they try. Okay, so yeah, so today I will be talking about grace. I'll be talking about grace today, and honestly, this is a very, uh, it's a very beautiful topic. And I wish I had done this before love because they kind of work together. Grace and love work together, but you know, doesn't really matter anymore. If you listen to grace, go back and listen to love again so that you understand the whole thing. But yes, today's topic is about grace, the grace of God. And I just pray that the Holy Spirit speaks to me to you guys and that you know it's not just going to be me talking but God talking to each and every one of you listening and at the end of this podcast I do hope that we all become edified and God be glorified I copied your line today but yeah in Jesus name I pray amen okay so grace I had to check Google because I didn't know how to explain grace. I wanted to get like a definition of grace. I wanted to see a word, a world um, view of grace. But I didn't. See, the one I saw was more about elegance and posture and confidence. I was like, oh. but after a while, after checking, I now saw an amazing definition of grace, and I was like, no, these guys have to see this. So grace is the free and unmerited favor of god as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings i'll say that again grace is the free and unmerited favor of god as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings that's that's beautiful that is grace guys free and unmerited favor of god free 
and unmerited like unmerited you didn't do anything to get it you didn't do anything to gain it unmerited free you didn't pay for it you didn't have to do a particular thing to get it it's free you didn't earn it as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings once you have grace grace is the manifestation of salvation for a sinner for you and I because we are all sinners and the bestowal of blessings honestly you can't even start to mention the blessings you get from grace not just material blessings but spiritual blessings peace joy the fruits of the spirit that is a blessing you know and honestly i fell in love with this definition when i saw it because it was just so straight to the point like i can just talk about only this definition and i think i will say enough but then i have other things to say so grace honestly to me grace is god's love you can't talk about grace without talking about the love of god it's impossible because if god didn't love us he wouldn't give us his grace and it is the grace of god that brings men to christ not the preaching of hell not the preaching of hell this is the grace of god that brings men to christ and a lot of people say that the preaching of grace too much can make people misuse the grace of god if you really understand what grace really is if you really really understand the grace of god you won't misuse it like if you understand the grace of god you would not misuse it trust me i thought i always believed that way that if you ever preach grace you would if somebody should preach the grace of god to you very well and if you ask god to actually teach you about his grace there is no way in this life that you will ever misuse it rather you will appreciate it and work with it effectively so and a lot of people always say that the grace of god is is weakness it makes god weak that once you're graceful you're weak that's a very big fallacy a very big lie honestly the grace of god is even one of his biggest strength because his grace is his love and love is who god is you know it is his power that is what he used to bring you and i to him to reconcile us to him it is the grace of god the love of god that is the power of salvation through christ the grace of god is not his weakness but his love is the power of salvation through christ because he had to send christ to die for us and if he didn't love us he wouldn't have bestowed that grace upon us that mercy that love upon us and just thinking about grace it reminds me of when i first had um a word of wisdom or will i say no a prophecy not a word of wisdom a prophecy was given to me in 2019 in my hostel in 100 level by one of my roommates i prayed for amazing roommates honestly i prayed 
even though i wasn't in christ i knew that if i had godly roommates i would have less stress and i would pass through 100 level like like i would breeze in breeze out of 100 level with no form of headache and that's what happened i met amazing people god blessed me with godly roommates and during our room week because second semester towards exam before after exams most uni i don't know about other things but in uniben females i don't know about guys but females besides we just have a room week a week where they just spend time together it could be some days it could be the whole week you know depending on those who don't have exams and stuff like that so in my room we just you know spent time together in the room gisted laughed and stuff like that and then we just decided to just pray because we are all christians just wanted to pray and just thank god for the amazing relationships we had created in that room and what the innocent prayer turned into an outpouring of the holy spirit and prophecies started flying in from one place to another it was amazing it was amazing precious if you're listening to this i love you i love you so much because it was true precious that i got my prophecy and how it came it was gabriel 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 and my name is gabriel and there's no other person answering gabriel in that room so i knew it was for me it was so obvious it was for me and i don't know if there's any other gabriel in the bible but the only gabriel i know is the angel gabriel the messenger of god who gave mary you know the prophecy about her baby jesus and so when that word came instantly the next thing that followed was why are you wasting time when i heard that it broke me like i literally fell on my knees and started crying it broke me that was the word gabriel why are you running why are you why are you wasting time so he was calling me to be his messenger but what did i do i was sober for like some days maybe a week i can't remember maybe like a week let me just say i was sober for a week because you know when god decides to touch you you will mellow down you will calm down i think i was i was sober for like a week or so after that i went back to living the way i used to live next year 2020 we're having a family um family prayer and they invite the pastor to my grandmother's place because i stay with my grandma because of uni and so he come he comes to the house sorry <laughs> he comes to the house and we are praying and a prophecy comes for me again and this time it's not just messenger but it's more of i am going to be used god is going to use me to help my family to resurrect my family to comfort my family not just my immediate family but my extended family which is a huge responsibility and i was like really me i felt happy about it like, oh god loves me this much too i see responsibility like i said i didn't follow god immediately i didn't take it serious. i took it seriously for like a week i was sober for a week some days i was being all goody to shoes had no form of confrontation with my grandmother did all she wanted me to do prayed read my bible you know but after that i switched back i went back to my ex-lover 
the world then the next year 2021 another prophecy comes in for me and this time it's the same thing with the second one that came and this time it was, I was called a handkerchief because according to the man of God what when he saw me he saw handkerchief that I was going to be used to wipe away the tears of my family and stuff like that sweats the strive I'm going to be like it's through me that I would bring comfort to my family basically that was the meaning of the whole thing and after that I did not follow God and I had to wait to end you know 2021 before I decided that yo I need this Jesus in my life because ah I need Jesus in my life you know I guess when I started taking God seriously though it was April before I got that third prophecy in April that was when I had you know taken started I gave my life to Christ in April then December that was when I rededicated my life because life happened and I fell off the wayside I lost track of my relationship with God but December I started taking God seriously and here we are now whenever I remember these things back then I wouldn't have seen it as anything but thinking about it now talking about the grace of God it just makes me understand how intentional God was about me that was his grace basically that was him just showing me his mercy his grace his love I mean three years three good years he made himself known to me he called me through his prophets like yo i want you why are you wasting time you have you have an important job i need you for why are you wasting time and i want to ask the same question to people all of you that are listening why are you wasting time what is keeping you away from god what exactly is keeping you away from god left to me i will tell you it's not worth it honestly there's nothing worth i don't know there's nothing worth it like god is worth that sacrifice there is nothing in this world that you can give up that is more important than god you have to give up everything and at the end of the day you'll be happy that you did but i'm not going to digress i'm not going to talk about that today maybe but honestly god's grace was what kept me and when i start thinking about it i'm like what if i had ignored those three times what would have happened to me would i still be alive would i be with god now would i be i don't know maybe pregnant drop out of school be a drug addict or something i wonder i even wonder what must have would i have committed suicide because there was a point in my life where i was suicidal so i was like if i had ignored this call would i have killed myself by now would i be 
you know you have to sit and ask yourself that question because god keeps on calling us he keeps on calling us but we always ignore his call and he has different ways to call his children he has different ways to let his children know that he wants them that he's waiting for them he could appear to you in a dream in a vision in a trance he can decide to take away your life just to prove to you that he's the owner and not you he can decide to be dramatic and decide not to be dramatic it's his choice he knows his children better than we know ourselves so he he knows how to communicate with us and for me he had to let me know three times i know he did it other ways he talks to me other ways and i ignored so he had to like bring those people speak to them to make me know that he's watching me he's waiting for me and a lot of people don't say this but the grace doesn't will not last forever god's grace will not last forever there is a time that will come where you would wish you would wish that you had listened to that person that came to talk to you about christ you would wish that you had run back to him whenever you committed a sin whenever you made a mistake you went against um the commandments you would wish that you had run back to go rather than sit in that sin rather than sitting on worthiness in self-pity in condemnation a time will come where you would feel that way and unfortunately nothing can be done i remember a particular um i think it was in matthew i really can't remember the chapter by this new testament where jesus was talking about the parable of the rich man who dies and he asks abraham or is it lazarus to dip his hand in water to touch on his tongue to touch his tongue with the wet finger of his but unfortunately he couldn't get that that is what is going to happen to a lot of people a lot of christians if you guys if we keep on ignoring the grace of god if we keep on misusing it because a lot of us are misusing it a lot of us are taking god for granted taking him for a fool because he's given us so much time he's being so patient with us because he loves us i mean if somebody's playing with your love like that you will not be happy ask yourself that question if i just if i profess my love to this person the person is using me to play tinko tinko will i be happy you won't you cannot tell me that you will be happy if someone was playing with your feelings like that so why are you doing it to god why i mean i'm not trying to judge anybody i mean i'm coming from a place i do it i'm not even going to lie i'm not a saint i have done it i even still do it i play with god's feelings too but then you have to realize that even though i make these mistakes his grace is sufficient and because his grace is sufficient i don't want to stay far away to the point where that grace ends up leaving 
because when Jesus comes that grace is no longer going to be there that grace is no longer going to be there and the devil is working so hard very very hard to make sure that a lot of us miss it he's working so hard to make sure a lot of us miss it and I pray we don't miss it honestly I really do I really really do because because he's given us so much time I mean that's how much he loves you that he's waiting patiently outside that door knocking calling you by your name telling you please open up for me open the door I have something to tell you I have good tidings because that's what the gospel is glad tidings the Greek word for good news is evangelio evangelizo sorry (laughs) evangelizo that's the Greek word for good news you know the Bible was originally written in Greek, in Latin, and we say Albanian, yeah. And the Greek word has more words than English, so you can see one word in English. It has three different meanings in Greek. So yeah. And honestly, that is what grace is—the gospel, glad tidings, good news good tidings of salvation through Christ and honestly a lot of people forget to talk about God's love to talk about God's grace and just focus on talking about hell I mean those people scared the life out of me like this they made me not want to become a christian because saturday morning i will hear them with their i'm not trying to shame anybody please i beg you but they would carry their public speakers move around beware for the kingdom of god is at hand if you sin you're going to hell if you do this you're going to hell they are not lying that is the truth but i feel like they are scaring people away from god more than bringing people to God God doesn't want his children to be afraid of him he wants us to be happy with him to be comfortable with him to be vulnerable with him to run to him whenever we're in trouble to not be scared to tell him that daddy I messed up I'm sorry doesn't want us to be scared to tell him that we are sorry to come to him when we make a mistake but if people keep talking about hell up and down you will scare the life out of people you will make people think that god is one man that just wants to reprehend you for every crime you commit he wants to throw you in hell because you wore mini skirts to church (laughs) and honestly it's 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 funny though i'm laughing about it but then you have to understand that that is not what the gospel is the gospel is glad tidings of salvation through christ the spreading of glad tidings the spreading of the salvation of christ the salvation we got through christ sorry and that is grace 
that is God's love that is God's grace the gospel is the message of God's grace towards mankind through Christ unto salvation and the gospel is the message of God's grace towards mankind through Christ unto salvation and honestly guys I can't emphasize on it enough I can't talk about it enough but you can't just keep on neglecting the fact that somebody loves you and is waiting for you and you're just fooling around and I don't know I really, I really don't know what to say I mean if you understand the grace of God it would push you to spread the gospel it would push you to want to share the glad tidings with everybody because you know what you have gotten in Christ because you understand that grace honestly my heart bleeds for a lot of people who refuse to understand God's grace to understand God's love and just chase after shadows let the devil deceive them it's sad it's really sad and it breaks my heart to see that it breaks my heart to see people who should decide to know god on their own rather than just digest everything they hear on social media they they, they, they just digest everything they see on social media and what they hear in church forgetting that christianity is a relationship with god it's a one-on-one relationship with god yes community is essential because of accountability you have to go to church you have to have christian friends so that it can spur you up for good works but at the same time you need to have your own special time with god your own quiet time with god and learn to talk to him to understand him to be able to hear his voice to be able to discern his spirits from that of the devil but we digest everything we see online and let the devil deceive us and that is we are playing on grace we are playing on grace i mean it should scare you that i mean don't you guys think of what if i wake up tomorrow morning and i am standing in front of my maker like this jesus everybody has been talking about what if i close my eyes tonight and I next the next time I open my eyes, I'm standing in front of this man that looks like light with fire in his eyes. And his countenance is full of love, but it's still firm. What would what would I do? Like, have you asked yourself that question before? Aren't you scared that you wake up and you see him and you're like Oh, I did this for you, I did this for you, I did this for you. And he tells you to your face, I know you not depart from me. I don't know about you, but that scares me. It scares the life out of me. To think that I would close my eyes today and I see Jesus and he tells me, depart from me, I know you not. You think by 
scaring people with hell is going to save you forget it if you're not happy if you don't have a relationship with god you're, you're going to hell you're going to sorry that i brought up hell but yes you are going to go to hell a lot of us are playing with grace we are playing with the love of god and it's not right i mean someone loves you that much so much that he sent his son a part of him to come down and die he came down and died for you that's how much he loves you and you tell me not to run around and tell people about him it's impossible Philippians um, I want to read Philippians 1 from verse 21 to 25 okay so verse 21 for to me for to me to live is christ and to die is gain this is paul but if i live on in the flesh this will mean fruit for my labor yet what i shall choose i cannot tell so here he's contemplating between dying or remaining alive because i mean being a christian is not easy it's not easy you know life happens and Paul was a human being too and he saw things happening he saw the persecution and obviously he would have been like God please take me just take me I want to go I remember when something happened to me recently I was like God please I just want just take me I'm tired I want to go just take me but then what pushed me from that state is what I'm going to read in the next verse. Verse 23. For I am hard pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. My answer verse 4. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for me. To remain in the flesh is more needful for you and I. Why? And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith. That your rejoicing for me may be more abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again. I just had to add that to finish it. So, he said that to live is more profitable. For him to remain in flesh, to be alive in this world was is more profitable because that way... Because that way he's able to bring the knowledge of Christ to people. He's going to be able to see the fraudulence and joy in their faith spiritually. Spiritual growth is fraudulence and joy. Because the more you grow in Christ, the more joy you get. There is this joy that you get when you grow. And yesterday I was talking to a friend that I was no longer so anxious about getting getting modeling jobs. Like I wasn't so bothered because I face model. So please, if you're a makeup artist, <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> Sorry, I was just joking. But I was talking to my friend yesterday and I said that I'm no longer anxious about this job anymore. And I was happy about it because before... If I don't get a job in a week, I would feel depressed and be like, God, you have departed me. Am I that ugly? You know. But I'm growing and I've realized that 
the same God that provided for me when I didn't have this job is still going to provide for me. That is growth. I have grown to trust God more, to have more faith in God, to know that he loves me that much to provide for my every need. So the more you grow, the more joy you get. If you think, if you say that you're growing and you're not having joy, please check, check well, because there might be a problem. Check well. But the more you grow in Christ, the more joy you get. And Paul wanted that for everyone. And that should be the same disposition you should have. To be able to spread this joy, to be able to spread this grace to other people. Because the more you spread it to other people, the more you grow. The more your relationship with God becomes better. The more you don't take him for granted, the more you don't take grace for granted. Because whether you believe it or not, the devil is working really, really hard. So hard. So hard. He doesn't sleep. He's everywhere, moving from one place to to another. I wonder if he gets tired. But he's moving everywhere trying to cause havoc trying to remove people from the body of christ trying to mislead people and if you're not confident enough to raise out your voice and spread the gospel he would mute you the devil will mute you you don't have to be perfect yet I'm not perfect, but then I I know the cost I have. To, I know what it means. If someone didn't spread the gospel to me, if someone didn't talk about God's grace to me, I wouldn't be here talking to you guys. If I had waited to become, you know, to have dropped some habits of mine, to have had one fancy equipment or the other before I start spreading the gospel, through this means a lot of lives would have been lost every single human being on earth has a soul connected to them souls not even a soul souls connected to them there are people whose destinies are aligned to yours and if you don't fulfill your destiny theirs can be tarnished can be destroyed When someone told me that, I was like, wow. So the longer I stay away from God, the longer another person stays away from God. The longer I drag my feet in prayer, the longer that person stays. And you don't know how long you're going to stay on earth. I know the Bible says 120, but (laughs) as God come down to tell you that, okay you is 120 for you has he if he has please tell me i would love to know let me know in the comments below because i would love to know if he has but if he has not told you don't assume that you have 120 because there are people who have just 16 years people who just have 60 they just have 70, some 100, some 120. And I believe strongly that God won't let you go if you have not fulfilled what you have to do on earth. And the devil is 
very crafty and when he knows that this a particular thing a task that you have to do he's going to try all he has to do to keep you out from doing it to take you away from that purpose that's why you have to work harder that's why you have to be conscious that every single day you spend on this earth is an opportunity for you to fulfill God's purpose for your life it's an opportunity for you to spread the love to spread the grace of God more to spread glad tidings of the salvation of Christ that of the salvation we got through Christ purpose is not just a reason to exist it's also a reason to die that was what Paul stated he was willing to die for the gospel and he was willing to stay alive for that same gospel he didn't want to go to God as much as he wanted to be with God he knew that he had a task he knew that there were lives souls that were tied to him that he had to deliver the gospel to them he had to remain alive to remain steadfast in his work with Christ so that he can save those people and the same thing is for you the same thing is for me you don't know honestly you really don't know how long you have to stay there's this popular quote that Live your life to remember. Live life like it's your, it's your last day on earth. Well, do the same thing when it comes to the gospel. Rather than kill yourself with alcohol or weed, why don't you kill yourself with the, with the gospel? And the gospel will not kill you. Literally. <laughs> it won't kill you. Rather, it's to spread something amazing inside of you to make you grow. You really don't know, honestly. I don't know if people don't think about this sometimes. And some people say that, oh, well, I'm going to spend my youth doing whatever I want. And when I get to, um, when I retire, after I've made all the money I want to make in the world, you know, I have my private jets and, you know, my my Lamborghini and stuff like that, all those fancy, fancy stuff that everybody wants to have. When I have had it, mm-hmm, and I've retired from making money, I've made enough money for my fifth generation. Someone told me that. <laughs> After I've made money for my fifth generation, that's when I will now face God. I remember a testimony of, would I say a testimony, a story that um, this popular Nigerian actor, well, most people know him for his comedy skits on Instagram, Williams Uchimba, he's a Nigerian actor, and he, I don't, I can't remember the year he shared that story on Instagram, but he, he was talking to his friend about God, he was preaching the gospel to a very close friend of his one day, and his friend was like, I beg, I don't have time for Jesus right now. I'll have time for Jesus when I'm older. And they departed. You know, Williams tried his best, you know, convinced, tried to convince his friend, preach and talk and everything. Because it's not, it's not if that was the first time he was trying to do that. But this is his friend. If he doesn't preach to his friend, who else would he preach to? You know, you start from home, basically. And so his friend 
pushed the whole talk aside and they left. That day, I think maybe in the evening, according to Williams, I can't really remember the full details of the story, but he went home and he slept. And when he slept, he opened his eyes and he saw that he was standing and his body was on the bed. So basically, his spirit had left his body. He was kind of dead. And he started praying and asking God, please, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And then he opens his eyes, he's back in his body. And then he gets a call that his friend, who he saw a couple hours ago, died. Was a guy entered a car accident and he just he died at the spot they couldn't even take him to the hospital here he just died and this was someone that said that he would he would have time for jesus when he was older well unfortunately he didn't make it that far i'm not saying that someone is going to die like that but what's the guarantee? Who has given you that guarantee that you're going to spend the rest of your life? You're going to spend 120. That you have that long to spend. Who has told you that? Unless maybe God has given you the revelation in him. But even if God gives you that revelation, it's not to make you look or make you take his take the gospel. Like be nonchalant about it. He's not going to tell you that. He's going to reveal that to someone that he knows that when I tell this person, this person is going to take it seriously. That and God is smart. God is really smart. So he's not going to tell someone that is going to take his work nonchalantly. Unless maybe there's a reason why he decides to do that. Maybe to push the person a bit or something like that. God does his things mysteriously. But then you don't know how far, you don't know how long you have. And you keep on dragging your feet. You keep on playing with grace. The devil knows that there's a grace on everybody's head. He knows that. So he's trying his best to drag us out of that grace. To mislead us. That is why when you see Christians going through many attacks and persecutions, you're like, where is God? It has already been written in the Bible. The devil is trying to destroy Christians. That's why there's so much persecution, there's so much hate for the church, so much hate for the body of Christ. That's why you hear a lot of good people die while the wicked ones are alive. Yes, the good ones will have to die because he knows that if this good one is still alive, he will disturb my plan. The devil knows that. He knows that if I if I allow this girl, if I allow this boy to still be alive. Five thousand souls who have left my kingdom. He calculates. He's very calculative. He doesn't want to lose anybody. Once he sees that somebody has brought out one soul from his dungeon, he's going to be angry and he's going to come for that person. And if you are not grounded in Christ, if you are not working with Christ, he's going to push you and push you and push you until you fall and you can't stand up again. If God does not intervene. Like I said, I'm not trying to scare anybody. But then we really need to hear this sometimes to kind of ginger us 
to take God seriously, to not play with grace, because we didn't earn it. You did nothing to earn it, and the least you can do to say thank you is by spreading that grace to other people, by making people understand that they have this grace, they have this love too, if only they decide to open the door for Jesus. I didn't plan to have this long talk, even the things I wrote down, I didn't even touch some of them. I did not touch some of them, but yeah, I didn't touch them, but I know I've said enough, I've already established my points, the grace of God is not his weakness, it is his power, it is his love, it is the glad tidings of salvation that we got through Christ. And we are all called to spread that glad tidings. Hmm. Honestly, guys. Honestly, guys. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to tell you. But please begin to take God seriously. Begin to take the grace upon your life seriously. Because you did nothing to earn it. And a time is coming where that grace will no longer be there. So please don't wait for that grace to elapse. Don't wait for it to have evaporated in the air. Don't wait for Jesus to come before you decide to start taking him seriously. Before you decide that it's time to come into Christ. Because you don't know how long you have. You don't. You don't. I told myself that I'm not going to wait till God comes down into my room and tells me, look, this girl, if you don't start following me now, I will slap you. (laughs) I told myself I'm not going to wait for that to happen. I'm not going to wait till I am hospitalized until i start seeing demons walking in my room before i say that i want to follow jesus i did not and i don't want to ever run so far away from god that i miss it and that should be something you should desire too that is something every single one of us need to desire that we don't run far away from that grace that we don't lose it So yeah, that is all I have to say about grace today, guys. I don't know. I I I don't know. Whenever I'm passionate about something, I tend to talk up and down everywhere, side and center. And I think I did that, but I, I hope I was able to touch on grace more to establish the fact that grace is God's love. It is love. And yeah, he loves you. And you didn't do anything to earn that grace. So please buckle up. Start acting right. He's waiting for you to open that door for him. He's calling your name. He's calling you by... God has a pet name for everybody. I'm yet to discover his pet name for me. 
I feel like it's my Igbo name, but we're still talking about it. So I'm here to discover it. But he has a pet name for every single one of us, and he's calling you by your pet name to open that door, to start taking him seriously because he loves you, and he wants other people to know that he loves them as much as he loves you. If somebody gave you a gift and told you that you should tell people about it, obviously. If no, if someone gives you a gift and you're happy about it, you obviously want to share the joy with somebody. You go to your family, you go to your friends. Talk us of somebody who died for you and you don't want to share it. Ah uh-uh. ah. That's not selfish. That's not wicked. Eh? Wicked now. Well, yeah, that is on a lighter note, guys. I hope this was able to speak to a lot of you and it encourages you guys to just, you know, enjoy the grace and spread the grace, spread the love. So, yeah, I will see you on Wednesday with a new episode, guys. I love you. Stay safe and have a blessed week. wow what an episode i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did if you did please share your thoughts with us on our email emmetpod at gmail.com that is emmetpod at gmail.com do not forget to subscribe if you haven't share with your friends and family and please rate the podcast Have an amazing weekend. See you next Thursday. Bye.